0: It should
1: The Bronx Bombers Strike Back podcast, the Winter Meetings, IMB Export Jedi Kev, the Donna Watch Long, making a video. I have not made a video or reaction on this hot stove Yankee talk. A lot to talk about, not just in the, in the New York Yankee land, around the Major League Baseball. Um, my first topic I want to talk about is the Veterans Committee. I know there's a lot. Everybody wants to know about Judge. Everybody wants to know about all the other signings. I'm doing well. Mike, Mikey Mazda for the Ford Train Express. Thank you for joining me in this hot stove talk. But my first one is the Hall of Fame. Don Arthur Manley did not make the Hall of Fame through the Veterans Committee. A former New York Yankee prospect by the name of Fred McGriff gets in through the veterans. Um, Good job, Fred McGriff. Congratulations to get in in the Hall of Fame, getting the votes needed by the Veterans Committee um, to me. Berman Griff was a solid, good uh, major leaguer, a compiler in my in my case, but he was a a good player um, through the Veterans Committee. I have no problem with that. He was good. He was a good player off the field. Never got into trouble. But I do have a little bit of gripe. How do you leave Albert Bell off? How do you leave Albert Bell, in my opinion, off the Hall of Fame ballot? I mean, he's from he has a nine years of over 100-plus RBIs, of 40 home runs averaging, one of the most fierce uh, right-handed hitter in Major League Baseball in that 90s, not just for the Cleveland Indians at those times, the Baltimore Orioles. Albert Bell, I'm surprised he did not make the Hall of Fame. I understand why. We know why the politics and all the shenanigans, but I personally think Albert Bell should be a Hall of Famer. If, uh, I, I, if you're asking me, who would you want to take, productive wife, Albert Bell or Fred McGriff? I'm taking. If you know, if you've seen the game, I'm taking Albert Bell. That's just my thoughts there. Um, for so we have a lot to unpack here <clears throat> on this the uh, sixth day of of December. My God, Christmas is around the corner. Um, for holidays, everyone, Yankee fans, we all know what's on our Christmas list here. But for foremost, let's go on with the let's talk about the New York Yankees right now. Um, of course, why are we here for the Bronx Bombers strike back? The Yankees, first and foremost, have made a ba- a major move. One of the big moves here of the offseason, and they signed Brian Cashman to a four-year deal contract through 2026. 20, 20, a lot of Yankee fans are like, what in the world is going on? I guess the Steinbrenner family entrusted Brian Cashman to continue developing, continuing, steering the New York Yankees into the future for the next four more years until 2026. 20, you know, um, they trust him. The proof is in this pudding. The Yankees have not had a, a under 500 season, uh, you know, for, for always, and, and they'll miss the playoffs maybe, what, three times? You know, and they're always there. They're always above 500 since 1992. They trust the process. They trust him. They trust him with, with getting this, getting the trades, getting the blue chippers, the blue gems. They trust Brian Cashman. A lot of us will like, would have liked to see seen a different direction or another general manager. But right now, let's face it, other than Theo OS team, there wasn't that sexy general manager that we would have want to bring up for the New York Yankees. So I guess, you know, the devil you know for the devil you don't know. That's just my opinion. Maybe that's what uh, uh, the Heinstein-Brenners family seen. So we have Cashman as a signing, and that's one of the first one. But earlier today, the New York Yankees bring back a familiar foe, back to the foe here, back to the Bronx. Um, personally, this is for a stirred time as a New York Yankee. Reliever Tommy Kaney agrees to a two-year deal, 11.5 million dollars, rough over wow six, close to around six million dollar mark. A lot of people say a little high for a reliever, but Tommy Kaney, be honest with you, when he's on, he is a really good pitcher. I understand he had that Tommy John issue um, back then, but he played 12 for the Dodgers. Former Yankee, second third. This is his third stint with the New York Yankees. Hopefully, this is the final stint here, where he could just become and become an anchor there. Yankees, bullpen-wise, pretty stocked in my opinion. They're pretty stocked The Yankees, uh, bullpen-wise, but they don't have a bona fide uh, closer. Could Canely be that? Uh, I, I, it'd be a, a less uh, Johnny Loaizaka, could he be the, the bona fide closer? They, although Holmes, they say Clay Holmes is going to be their closer. They love what Holmes brings. He just had a little bit of an off-time, dead arm period, and so forth. Also, they had Hendricks, Leon Hendricks for the White Sox. Name possible trade for the Yankees, but they have a. Uh, I don't think the Yankees' missed, um, main concern is bullpen. Everyone wants to talk about the elephant in the room is Aaron Judge. The Yankees up their offer. Really, the current the current offer the New York Yankees have given him eight years, two hundred million per Jeff passing. But now uh, Joe Sherman is reporting they upped the offer here. They're looking at ten year deal. Uh, personally, I think the Yankees should go ten years, three hundred seventy five if they want to keep Aaron Judge. Um, I know a lot of people say, what? what, um, But you could make it uh, top-heavy, um, inflated, and the de- 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 escalating clause in those later eight, nine years or to the 10th year if you're the Yankees. You could make that where the wordage where it makes less and becomes a, a- – a- a- you still be the highest annual value player or, or if you want to play him, play him as Mike Trout. But the all laws, Aaron, her judge, where is he going to sign? A lot of reports saying that he was supposed to be. That's why you can't jump. Um, you don't see me come on a lot on the, on the, here on, uh, talk about the Yankees. I want to wait to get concrete evidence. A lot of people were jumping. Oh, he's going to sign Wednesday. He's going to be in, in San Diego tomorrow. And Cashman himself, if you saw the Yankees hot stove last night, there was no such thing. No Yankees had no meeting with judge. Judge is not coming to San Diego. Um, so you can't be, gotta be careful. You gotta hold your horses. I understand we're all anxious and and anxious and want to be the first ones to go out there and say our piece, but we have to hold our horses. Wait till the smoke clears before you jump the gun. That's why I try to hold off and not get immediately um, a quick um, uh, super reaction because things change from night to day, and and I just don't want it to get you know bad enough for amateurs. I don't want to get any egg on my face, so I want to hold off. That's why you don't see me come on too too greatly on but I, I want to make sure that I get some concrete evidence here. Another signing around around for the New York Yankees, they're talking about Sean Murphy, the catcher for the athletics. I don't know why I want to get another catcher, but I think everything hampers around Aaron Judge, which way they go. If he goes, then all the dominoes fall. You know, they're talking about Carlos Rendon. Yankees are high and heavy on Carlos Rendon, although I personally think both things have nothing to do with one another. You're gonna you need you need yourself your judge. You need your right fielder. Regardless if he's still gonna sign or not, you still need a right fielder, than Aaron Judge. That's priority number one. Priority number two is starting pitching. They they should not hamper one or the other. You got to go get a started pitcher. You're losing Jamison Tayon. You need to bring someone back in. You know I understand you were getting enough, we're getting fine. We're gonna get a full year of Frankie Montas. But what we saw, of Frankie Montas didn't give us anything to rag home about or to get excited for coming into the new season. In my opinion, so I wanna I wanna um, give me a minute. Because um, uh, I've, I've not done a video, I'll get you in a minute. Um, I definitely did not did not expect the Yankees to not get signing starting pitching. They need pitching. They need they need as badly as possible starting pitching, especially losing Jameson Taillon. I'm um, going forward um, personally. I want to see the Yankees get their starting pitch. I want them to get actually two starting pitching. I would like them to trade for a controllable arm. And I would like to to get uh, the in the free agent market Carlos Rendon. If they don't get Carlos Rendon, I would like Noah Syndergaard. I, I, I wouldn't mind Noah Syndergaard on a cheap deal, um, trying to bring him in there. Uh, so we're we'll, speaking about pitching. Who in the world? And I hate to be a little bit of low place. So I want to bring in Mikey Miles in a moment. Who in the world thought that Jacob Degrom didn't want to be I didn't want to be a, a New York Met? He just bolted out of New York. Um, a lot of reports with Degrom caught me by surprise. He left New York to um, good job on the Mets, by the way, getting Justin Verlander back into the fold, signing with them. They, they, I gotta agree. As much as we ridicule Steve Cohen, um, Steve Cohen, he not, not for nothing. He did a phenomenal, phenomenal job getting and and Epler getting Verlander. Verlander, I know everyone says he's the older pitcher. I think that was the right move for personally for the New York Mets. Um, for if it was the Yankees. I would have had a little bit of a little bit of a hesitant pushback because you want to get younger, you want to produce. The Mets are a win now team. They're two years, they you know they're at least two to three years away with a team that needs to win now. They and for the Yankees, they're still young, but they want we well, of course we all want to win a World Series. Definitely, everybody wants to win a World Series. No sugarcoat, no BS. You want to win it, but I think the Mets is a win now team. You got Canna. you have Marte, so forth. They got to pull the trigger. Good job on them and getting Justin Berlander, in my opinion. I think that was a great job, as we're probably bringing Mike, Mikey Mazda in a second here. <clears throat> and I know that that personally, the Yankees got to continue going forward with finding those rough gems in, in the rough. Um, let me, I got Chris the Flash as well in the back green room. Chris, what's going on?
2: What's up, Kev?
1: I'm doing well. How you been, brother?
2: I'm good. Uh, just, just, just waking up. Uh, chat. All
1: right. I was. I'm, I'm on here with the Mets rebounding and getting, getting in. Justin Berlander after Jacob DeGrom leaves and both, and you know he left on a Friday night. Didn't, didn't want to hear the Mets Connor offer. He just wanted to leave. There's nothing wrong with that. You're a free agent. If New York wasn't for you or didn't like the direction the Mets were going, that's fine and dandy, understandable there, but I like what the Mets did get Verlander immediately.
2: Yeah, um, I don't blame them from not making that, that big deal with Jacob. I mean, that's too many years. Um, So they went to the shoulder route out with Ver- Verlander. So, I mean, and Verlander's more durable at his age, which that's crazy to say, but I mean, he just came. He just came back and won the Cy Young. So, I mean, they had to. They had to pivot to Verlander. So that was a good move by them.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And now, you know, the Mets. They they're going to be a retooling team. I think they're going to get another pitcher. We'll see. They're in the market for maybe a, a, a lower end starter like a Jameson Tyone. You know, um, Cookie Carrasco, will resign with them and so forth there for the Mets. Now, before I was talking before about the Yankees. Um, I didn't bring too much anything about anything yet. Um, I just talked about the Tommy Kaney signing. He is back again with the New York Yankees. Let's say hello to Mikey Mazda. Uh, let me let let me get this out there. With with Canely. third time around for Kainley. I like it because you're bolting. You're bringing back a strength that the Yankees had a couple years ago was the bullpen. So I kind of like that move. Um, what were your thoughts? You know, seeing Tommy Kainley sign Chris to this afternoon, Mike. Great.
2: Um, yeah, I just woke up to that news. So I was like, what the hell? But I think, I think, I think they're still going to make a a trade or something for another bullpen piece because how (laughs) injured everybody was last year. So like you said, like that was our strength. So why not make a strength even more stronger? So I don't know. I think, I think candy is just like a a insurance uh, type thing. I just think. They still need another bullpen piece. Like some, some, someone a little bit more proven Because is they I think Kandley was hurt a little bit last year, too.
1: All right. Uh, let's say hello, first and foremost, to 4th Train Express, Mikey Monster. Mikey, what's up, bro? What's up, Mike? How's it right, boys? What's going on? I'm doing well, man. I hope you're doing well. I right, know yeah. the news broke out here with Tommy Kingley, signing yeah. with the New York Yankees here for $11.5 million for two years. His third time around with the New York Yankees, I'm going to make the bullpen even stronger. I know Chris was just en- intermitting that they might make a trade, might need another bullpen arm because the Yankees um, was mentioned a little bit earlier, despite having these play, all these um, bullpen arms, good quality arms, we still haven't had a bona fide closer right. on there. I want to hear your thoughts on Tommy Kingley. And also I'm going to throw this out there. White Sox have been in, in shopping Liam Hendricks as the closer and Yankees are interested. And there's a lot to unpack there, but let's go with Kane. Let me give you your thoughts first on Kane.
3: So I like the Kane deal. I think it's a great deal. They're getting him for five and uh, – I think it's five and a quarter million per year or something like that. It's something around that ballpark for six and a quarter. Um, <clears throat> I like that move, first off. First and foremost, I think it's going to be great. I think they'll give uh, Clay Holmes that safety net. Because once, remember, once he, Michael King went down, that was it. So that's the first thing. Second thing, I'm not a fan of Liam. Liam, I'm really not. Okay. Um. So there's three things the Yankees can do. And bear with me. Now that the Mariners got, you know. Uh, Colt Guam from Milwaukee that takes them out of the run, and I know you mentioned something about starting.
1: You know Brian Reynolds has also
3: requested a to the
1: trade. I I was going to get to that, but I want to I don't want to go I want to get in in a sequence in, in stairs. Okay, I, I wanted to stay with the with the open arm with Candy, but we'll we'll get to Brian Reynolds.
3: But there's a reason why I'm bringing that up. Okay, because if you could swing a trade for Reynolds and David Bednar, now okay. you've got your closer. Because remember, David Bednar has closing experience from uh, being out in Pittsburgh. So that—that's where I was getting with that. Is that you could? So you could, you could try we're talking about a video. blockbuster.
1: We're talking—that's a yes. block in in Mikey. Yes. That's a blockbuster trade with the Pirates yes. and the Yankees. Um, do you think uh, with that? Let me ask you. Let me throw this to you, and we'll ask for of That that blockbuster trade. Do you think a 13 will be involved here?
3: I think a third team could be involved, but I also think the Yankees have the pieces to do it on the. Board.
1: Okay, but I I know this is not like the NBA and the NFL or all the other sports where you need a third team to match salaries. It, you know, they, they, we we just wanted to throw that out there. Um, yeah, that that's you know, you're, you're the reason why I say a third team. You have the chip of Glaber Torres out there. You can yeah. to ship Torres to another team and you could and along with some prospects too so maybe some and, and Pittsburgh might like a prospects from another team mm-hmm. that will be that will they will receive where New York will get like the two bernard, uh, bernard and 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 Reynolds or vice versa something like that sexy wise where prospects and a uh, member also they got to fit it on the 40 man roster yep. and and they got to make all that all that all that numbers and all that work um, that's why I said maybe a 13 yeah. involved. Yeah. It's
3: possible. I mean, anything in baseball is possible. We know this. Correct. But I think looking at in that direction now, if you're really looking to amplify your team, that's what I would do. Here's the other hey. thing. I would also, so not you. wait on judges' decision to make moves. That would be the last thing I would do. I would not wait for Judge to say, "Hey, I'm going to San Francisco," or "Hey, I'm back." Here. Don't do that. Okay. Get the pieces you need now, because God forbid Judge walks, which I have a feeling is going to happen. Now you've already put pieces in place, because if you think about it, a guy like a Reynolds and a Bednar are going to come cheaper than what Judge alone. Did.
1: All right, all right. First and foremost, let's say hello to, to Hector for Yankee Morning Brew. Hector, comment on mi mano. How are you?
4: I'm good, brother. I'm good, brother. Hope all is well. Mikey Mazza,
1: Chris the Flash. Kev, I hope you've been good, brother. I've been good. First of all, I want to take say hello, thank you to my panel here. And I also want to say season greetings. We're in the holiday season, baby. Yes, 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 we are. All right. So we were talking about possibly about... Mikey, we were talking first about Tommy Kleine. First, let's go with your thoughts first on Tommy Kaney, um return to the New York Yankees.
4: Oh, for me, I I, I think it's a low uh, low risk, high reward. Um, he had a good bounce back season off of Tommy John um, last season with the Dodgers. He came on later on in the season, so I think you know two uh, two years, twelve million dollars. It's it's not a bad take, and it's one of those moves that Brian Cashman, you know, you. Yeah, we can hate on him as much as we want, but this is this is another one of those low-level Brian Cashman moves that could pay out in the long run.
1: Yeah. All right. And then we have another two-parter. I'm from, first, I'm going to get Chris' thoughts. Chris, your thoughts on the proposal blockbuster that Mikey bought from the Fortran Express here? with Ren- I know you're a big Brian Reynolds fan. I know you are. Um, what's your thoughts there? Would you want to exploit that, or do you think it'll, it'll deplete the farm system?
2: Um, I think, um, if if we do do something like that, I feel like a 13 would have to be involved because if anything, if you're going to, if you're going to make a 13, like try to see if you can get, somebody can take Hicks. Like even if you pay half a Hicks contract, try to see if somebody can get Hicks off the thing, because then that, that would help so much with the, uh, you know, David Bettinar and Brian Reynolds. And maybe like, especially if you're giving up so many prospects, you might you might yeah, as well I'm, I'm gonna uh, be backstage, just give me one second, I'll be right back.
1: Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: You might as well uh <laughs> try to see if somebody will take Hicks. Because that's what I would try to do. And you know, trade labor, of course. Oh um, I don't know, that's just my opinion. If, if, I, if I think a third team would help.
1: You you you're making we're all making good points here because the Yankees will be trading in the position of strength. I believe yeah. Labor Torres is a phenomenal player, major league baseball ready second baseman. Border, uh, we've already seen he's been an all star before. Borderline all star, you could say, despite the fact this year, maybe, maybe not. But there's potential there where he could be a superstar or a baseball, or you know, maybe a change of scenery might benefit a Gleyber Torres. Now, a team might want to take him up there and also train controllable. Um, the Yankees have plenty of uh, infielders. You, we saw Oswaldo Cabrera emergence this season. We also have Peraza, we have Belope, Volpe. We also have DJ LeMay, you don't forget, available there where they could actually, they have a plethora of strength. And in the most sexier, of course, Volpe, but I don't know if they, they, you know, but it's Glaber, Major League Baseball ready, who you could take a chance for next two years. If he does it, you let him walk and he goes, you know, you could sign him for the cheap. You don't have to give him an extraordinary contract if you're another Major League team, a low market team that's looking for a star. Labor Torres fits that bill, along with some other uh, prospects. Now, let me ask you this, Hector. I know you've seen them down in the minors. Mm-hmm. Gleyber Torres. They asked for Torres, maybe, and they asked for Spencer Jones. Are you thinking of holding Spencer Jones? Because I'm hearing a lot of good things on Spencer Jones.
4: Um, can you just refresh me on to who? could I? I literally just I had to just finish this phone call I just got. No,
1: no. We, we, were, we were talking about. We were talking about. Gleber Torres is a sexy name. And Jigger mm-hmm. Man, salute Jigger Man. We're doing well. We're even better now that you're with us here. So we appreciate you with, doing it on off Now, I'm talking about Gleber Torres is an is a major league ready uh mm-hmm. player where the Yankees are trading with trading him from a, a position of strength because we have mm-hmm. DJ LeMayhu, Volpe, if you want to move him there, Suado Cabrera, Peraza, you can move them to second base and, and you have a strong infield. Gleber is more ready because he was a former all-star who was a, you could say borderline all-star just to big just for S and giggles mm-hmm. and you could daggle him along with a Spencer, if they asked for a Spencer Jones and maybe some minor league prospects that um, pitching would have caught for us, do you think Spencer Jones is one of those untouchable, especially since Rizzo's only here for the next two years?
4: I, I have Spencer Jones as an untouchable. Um, with some people that I've been talking with, the scouts look at Spencer Jones. They compare him to Aaron Judge. But what a lot of the scouts say right now, where Spencer Jones is, his bat is more advanced than what Aaron Judge it was at that same stage. So for that, I'm I'm keeping keeping hold on spencer jones spencer jones we drafted him and we only saw like a month and a half if not two months of spencer jones and he's already the fifth prospect top five prospect on the in the yankee system right so if spencer jones has a full season i think next season um, when you look at the prospect list spencer jones may be battling jason dominguez for the top prospect list on the yankees um in the yankee system so spencer jones to me and I'm I'm more willing to deal Austin Wells, Roderick okay, Arias Will Warren. Um, those are the prospects I'm more. If we gotta break away with uh, Peraza, mm, depending on who we're getting back, I really don't want to. But Volpe and Dominguez to me is 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 literally you know keep their hands off of them. And shout out my guy Tone Wu, Yo Tone, Tony bro, Tone, hit, hit me up, man. I tried calling your phone, bro. I think that your, your number changed, but hit, hit, hit me up.
1: All right, all right. So yeah, I, Austin, I, I was gonna. A good thing you you read that Mark and say. What? Because I know you're. I know you've seen Austin Wells mm-hmm. in person. And I'm and a I big know, fan of Austin. Rose, you're a big, big fan. fan. Yeah. That's why yeah. I was making you. On, I was gonna put you against the wall there, literally, and ask you that tough question, Austin Wells. Mm-hmm. Or, or, but I'm glad you cleared that up there. So if, if we're going we, at,
4: if we're going after Brian Reynolds, right? If we're going after Brian Reynolds, and we could somehow get Bennar back in the trade. Mm-hmm. I would center it around Austin Wells. Center it around Will Warren, Roderick Arias. You know some of our prospects. If we got to throw five prospects that aren't the top three, in Spencer Jones, we got to do it. Trey Sweeney. You know I've been a big fan of Trey, uh, Trey Sweeney. He has Troy Tulawisky kind of power, but Trey Sweeney is another um prospect that I think the Yankees could put in a trade to make a move for Brian
2: Reynolds. And I wanted to say this too, everybody like. Like I see on Twitter saying, oh, you know, what if, what if they want Peraza? They don't even know shortstop because they got O'Neill Cruz. You gotta realize O'Neill Cruz is big for a shortstop. So if they got to, mm-hmm. they can move him to third or they can put Peraza at, at second. So it don't yeah, matter. Or third. Yeah, like it, it really don't matter if they got a, a shortstop already. If, if that's what they want, that's what they, they you know, they that's what they preferred. So I mean, it really don't matter about that. But like uh Hector was saying, like, if I'm if I'm gonna trade Pariza, it's got to be for somebody that that that's good that's coming back to us. And mm-hmm. you you gotta you gotta sign Correa then. If you're gonna trade one of your your best, you know, shortstops, you, you gotta you, you gotta sign another shortstop because Volpe's not ready yet. And I I know nobody wants uh, IKF at short again.
1: I'm glad you mentioned that. Speaking of Carlos Correa, yeah, he, he had a sit down meeting with the minnesota twins last night no word about if contract was extended at all also the chicago cubs are hot and heavy for uh, carlo uh, correa to for him to go there but i don't know i, I if i'm carlos correa i don't think he'll sign with the cubs after mm-hmm. you know word gets around what you know um, i don't think you know they they, they didn't treat and margo very well in chicago mm-hmm. they traded him away i don't think correa is going to sign there i don't think there so i don't think chicago and and a lot of money money won't talk about bs walk Xander mm-hmm. Bogarts, I can see him going to the Cubs. I can see that as a fit. Yes. Bogarts to the Cubs. Well, personally, personally, if I'm if I'm getting a new sh- getting a shortstop, me personally, that's the name I want for the Yankees. If, if you know if we don't believe in 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 IKF or Volpe, I want Bogarts. I don't think it'll be that expensive. He's an um, not American League East player. He knows about the rivalry. He knows about that. He wears number two. He knows the respect of what Jeter means to this franchise and so forth. To me, that's the guy I want. My my, my shortlist, if I want a shortstop, um, personally.
4: Yeah. No, I, I I get that 100%. And when it comes to Volpe, he's definitely going to start the season in AAA. You know, even if he's ranked as, like, the number one prospect in all of baseball, he's, we only saw, like, probably, like, I think, uh, 80 at, at bats from him in Triple A last year. So he needs to get yeah. more. I think it was like 100 at bats in Triple A. So he needs to get, you know, at least minimum 75 more Triple A at bats before coming up to the majors, honestly, in my opinion. But you never know. He could probably have a lights out spring training where he's hitting over 400 and he forces the Yankees' hand to have him on the major league roster when opening days start. So it all, it all depends on Bope and how he handles the situation moving forward. When it comes to the Yankees spending money, you know, Verlander's off the table. You know, the Grimes off the table. So Carlos Rondon, that's the next big ticket item when it comes to starting pitchers, right? Um, I would pivot when it comes to the Yankees. Instead of spending money, $80 million or $100 million to bring back Andrew Betatendi. shift that money to Carlos Rondon and use your prospects to go out there and and get a Brian Reynolds mm-hmm. because Brian Reynolds, he's under control for the next three, three seasons. And he's very cheap, you know, so instead of investing 20 or $25 million per season on Andrew Benatendi and being stuck when it comes to payroll flexibility and extend that to Carlos Rodon for 30 million over six seasons.
1: I I, I can see that the pitching for six six year, that's something, mm-hmm. you know, you gotta, you know, we saw it from Texas. Basically, Texas overpaid to get Jacob DeGrom. Basically, mm-hmm. they had to overpay. They, yeah. and, and if you're Jacob DeGrom with no state income tax money-wise and the opportunity, you take it. You know, he, I don't blame him. I don't blame him taking that there. I'm going to put a graphic real quick again of, mm-hmm. of the B.C. contracts that have been signed so far by the Major League. You know, We saw Breu Verlander, of course, two years, $86.6 86, uh, million. You Diaz $102 or one or um, this is the one we're talking about just now. 185 for five years. I can't blame DeGrom. Although the Mets were gonna give him more high ABA, but at less less time. He didn't even answer back. He just had his mind made up. You know, five years guarantee, he took it. I don't blame him. Now I, I would like to, you know, the Yankees gotta give six years to Rondon. I could see if I could try to get a five year with a six year investing option. option. Yeah, yeah. Knew. That's what I would yeah, do yeah, too. Yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
4: That's what I would do too. But also too, Rondon. He's younger than Degrom, yeah, right? Yeah. So if, if, even if he was to sign a six-year contract with the Yankees, by the time the contract is over, he'll be the same age as what Jacob Degrom is right now. So I'm, I'm I'm willing to make that trade. You know, the Yankees, when it comes to their minor league system, they produce position players, right? So go with your strength. You know, put all your money, all your development into your position play. Uh, position players and let your financial flexibility muscle that when it comes to the free agency and going out there and getting that starting pitcher to add to your
2: rotation. I'll say this too, uh, Hector, uh, coming off your mm-hmm. point. Like Rodon's contract, if he signs the six years, it's st- he's still going to uh, be out before Cole too. That's what I'm looking at too. As long as it yeah. ain't going past Cole's contract, I'm fine mm-hmm. with it. giving him the six Same. years. If, you, if he wants point, the six Chris. years, yeah, if he wants the six years, give him the six years. Mm-hmm. We need him. He's a he's a lefty.
4: Yeah, yes. a big, a strong power for a left-handed pitcher. And if you put him in that rotation, and you move everybody back one slot in that mm-hmm. rotation, it just makes that rotation just on paper probably one of the top rotations in baseball. Because if you have Nessa Cortez as your number three starter, right, with Luis Severino as your number four starter, and Frankie Montage as your fifth starter, that right there, it's a top rotation. If and only if everybody can stay healthy and pitch yep. to their potential.
1: And not only that, Frankie Montos on a contract year. You know pitchers on a contract year, mm-hmm. what they end up doing.
4: Both him and Seve on a contract yes. year. They're yes. both going to be on a contract year. Great point, Kev.
1: Absolutely there. Good point. And let me point. Let, I want pitching. I, I want them to get pitching. And I, I know you mentioned all those starters, so my, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to ask the question, do they get a sec, another starter out in the market? You could never have enough pitching um i don't you know i i don't know how they value it uh but maybe they want to move a montas and sign up for agent pitcher. um you probably could you probably could get something from frankie montas if he thinks new york is not going to fit well for him listen you're going to be another you got another year you could go into a small market team i don't know Mm -hmm. uh, could you could you see them swinging a deal for a montas um to get something because
4: i would say no because Montas right now his value is super low it's very low right now And, you know, I don't want to give up on Montage because he has that potential, right? He has more of an upside to him than what Sonny Gray had when we got him from Oakland, right? So I really like Montage, even though, Kev, you heard me talk a bunch of times with you how I do not trust trading with Oakland. We traded with Oakland. uh, Trevino seemed like a solid bullpen piece. Hopefully we get something out of Frankie Montage. If he's 80% of what Frankie Montage is, was at his best, I'll
1: be happy with it. Especially throw, on the walk season, I'm gonna throw out this here. Um, I'm gonna need your opinion.
4: Oh man! If,
1: um, if that was you, I want Frankie Montas, but and I'm willing to take Donaldson. What you think about moving? Him?
4: Oh, in a heartbeat! In a heartbeat! <laughs> in a heartbeat! In a heartbeat! I I, yeah, I yeah. play. I play the um the Edwin Diaz trumpet noise when both of them are going to the going to the Guardia Airport in a heartbeat. Like I said, as much as I like Frankie Montas and I want to see what Frankie Montage can do. If somebody's willing to take Josh Donaldson in this horrible contract for just Frankie Montage, sign me up right now. I'll make that trade 10 times over. Right, and go ahead,
2: I want I wanted to say this too, because people have been bringing this up, because, you know, the whole like age pitching fiasco when they come to the other teams, they're not good. Mm-hmm. Like people got to realize about the whole Brian Reynolds thing, because some people, oh, Brian Reynolds like can't make it in New York. Well, I don't know his, his, his mental, but when it comes to pirates hitters coming to the Yankees, I mean, all I gotta do is Xavier Nady. He was good for us until he Very got good. hurt. Very good. Power, yeah. yeah, he he was good. He was good for us. So it's like I trust I trust the pirate system. The A's mm-hmm. is a little is a little, you know, funky when He's it comes to the pitchers. Hitter. He's a yeah. switch hitter. He's a good switch yeah, like, hitter. He's a switch hitter. I just I just I don't know. I just think that like any concern, even even the bullpen, like David Bettner, like I mean, look how many relievers we got from Pittsburgh, and look what they tra- transitioned to, to us. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I, I trust, I trust their system. A's is, is, is A's is Tampa. I can't trust Tampa system either when it comes to pitching. I, I
1: I've got, i got a hot take. I'm going on record here with you guys. Go ahead, baby. Next year, American League pitcher who's going to be phenomenal, possibly sign young, or it's going to have a phenomenal year. It's going to be Kapilian. Coming off of the injury, I think he's gonna he's he's gonna for the athletics he's gonna and it's funny because he was a former Yankee and of course we're mm-hmm. talking about ace ace pitching. If I'm looking at a dark horse and it's funny you mentioned that because I was reading it earlier. I was reading on article and so he's coming back and strong. He's getting strong. I said, man, James Capuano for the Athletics. Watch him have a phenomenal year um, and be a, a, a trade target um, to get them prospects. And I know you mentioned you don't trust the Athletics um pitching and uh, all that. Yeah. Also, no, 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 speaking no. about the <laughs> Athletics, the Yankees are. Talk, uh made contact for Sean Murphy, um, for the catcher, for the athletics. Also, the the Minnesota Twins. The Guardians are hot and heavy. They would like to bring in Murphy. Why um, It worries me, the Yankees, because we got three catchers. You know, Trevino. I know Trevino fizzled down in the stretch. But also, we haven't seen Robbeck. Ben Robbeck, we don't know what he is. But I'm interesting that they're willing to kick the tires on Murphy there. Um, right Hector.
4: Oh no, Ben uh Ben Brobeck, he's he's gonna be the backup catcher for the Yankees this season. Um I literally was literally just deep diving into him within these past couple of days. Um his he's back to working out. Um he has workout videos that are out there. He's definitely gonna be in play for the backup um uh position with the Yankees. Listen, his when when he was you know in the minors as a prospect, his his defense is what people raved about, right? So if we can have a gold glove backup catcher who's a left-handed bat that has pop, I think the Yankees they have something here with Ben Broadback, right? Um, these are one of those moves that Brian Cashman makes, low, low risk, high rewards. Ben Broadback, he was a top rated prospect when he was in high school. Minnesota Twins, they got him. So as a prospect, he he was he was definitely um had the tools to be a gold glove catcher. Right. And that's all we can ask from from, from my backup catcher. He's a left handed hitter as well that has some pop. So anything, you know, it's just an upside move for the Yankees.
1: And they, and they love Luis Trevino. He's doing yeah. a lot of stuff. He's doing a lot of stuff for the Yankees, representing the New York Yankee brand in mm-hmm. schools and, and off, off the field. You know, mm-hmm. you don't see that from, and I'm not saying he got showcased, not doing either, nothing either, but the Yankees are going out of their way to show what Trevino is doing yep. outside of the Yankee organization. You know off season and being part with the Yankee Emblem and and the brand, so it doesn't look good for Higgy. Um, he might we he might lose his position on the roster there. Oh, he's gone, course. yeah,
4: he's 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 gone this off season. Um, mm-hmm. Kyle Gashioka, the home run stroker, great nickname, but I wish you well in your future endeavors, my man. If you want to come back in the future and coach a minor league team or be on the bench of a minor league team. You could definitely do that, but being a
1: part of this roster going forward, no way. Right. So we'll move on from the catch as a position. I'm going to take you a little bit off topic. I just want to hear your thoughts um, um, from outside the Yankees. Trey Turner now it doesn't. And the reason why I'm bringing Turner's name up, not only the Yankees were thinking about him, but it also mm-hmm. affects the judge the judge negotiation here because yeah. the here goes the Phillies, the, the the moronic Phillies, but they they have a method to their madness. They gave him an eleven-year deal, three hundred million dollars. They, they only bid against themselves. The Dodgers mm-hmm. weren't nowhere near it. The, the Yankees weren't, you know, no, no. They, they didn't. Even, we didn't even hear them kicking the tires on the trade turn, Though they had interest, but they never got to the table. And Philly just said, "Here, screw it. I got eleven million, you know, eleven years, three hundred million. What is?" And Judge sees that contract. He sees the years on that. What is he? You know, he's gonna say, "Well, I, I need something similar." When it comes
4: to the market, I think, you know, and granted, Trey Turner and and Aaron Judge, two different players on two Absolutely. different levels, totally separate. But I think it, it hurts Aaron Judge because Trey Turner is younger. Trey Turner is more versatile. Um, Depending, Judge was supposed to set the market for Trey Turner, right? If you look at it. 11 years $300 million that's not that bad maybe the years may be a bit too long but when it comes to the annual value right the AAV it's it's going to be less than what Judge is seeking so you know Judge has to now look at 8 years for $300 million. he's going to have to be on the side of more taking that you know than risking getting lowballed by another team Hmm.
1: Chris what's your, your take on that
2: um, the trade Turner situation, like I agree with Hector. Um, yeah, the years might be too much, but he's actually saving them money because he could have easily got a higher AAV, but he didn't. Yeah, and, I just did
4: the ma- I just did the math, Chris. My fault because I didn't
2: have it in nah, my either, head.
4: Twenty seven to twenty eight million dollars yeah. per season. That's a good deal.
2: And, yeah, a great deal. Yeah, and then he get, get, gets gets to pair with his his buddy again, Bryce Harper. So. I mean that's another factor that he, oh he probably uh chose.
4: I know I saw that. Oh um, uh Pope, I can't stand it, yeah. bro. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God, every time I see Pope, it's just it's just violence.
2: <laughs> Shout um, out to you, my guy.
1: Hey Pope. I haven't seen him in a while.
2: Do you be honest, you think Yankees are going that ninth year to, to give judge? I would.
4: I would. For the simple fact, for the simple fact and check this out, Kev, you know, I I want your opinion on this. I would go for nine years when it comes to Aaron Judge for one reason and one reason alone. By the time Aaron Judge is 35 years old, Giancarlo Stanton won't be a part of this team. So right right then, at the start of that season, 35 years old, uh, Aaron Judge is a full-time DH. So I will will go for those nine years. I'm definitely going for those nine years. He's our guy. Nine years, 360, I'm doing it. You have to do it.
1: I, I think I think the Yankees, I, I was mentioned earlier, I mentioned I started it off with saying, you know, I, I first I first I mentioned it off starting off talking about Fred McGriff. We'll get that in a moment. Mm. Um then secondly was Judge, I think the Yankees go nine years to and get a seventy five million. Um I think they'll give him that three three seventy five option for a tenth year. So, you know, and of course making him the captain of the New York Yankees. Personally, I mm. think like you said, after J. Carlos stanton leaves or his contract is available i don't think they will sign him they'll let him go on his merry way or, or whatever mm-hmm. the case happens then you draw you move judge into the, the the designated hitter role you know the veteran the captain the iconic figure of course they're going to make so much money with judges chambers you think you're kidding me you think they're willing to take get get rid of i understand construction you just do just snap of fingers and you construct your move Judge's chambers out of there and, and you get that gimmick out but the money it generates on merchandise revenue, mm-hmm. the YES Network, all that—we know that it—it's—it's it, it, all—it's half of that money comes from the TV revenue. If they're gonna end up paying the three hundred, you know, three hundred and seventy-five million dollars, let's say one hundred fifteen million comes from the TV right there alone, and then concessions and and and, and merchandising—I mean, you know, they, it's worth it for that investment. You gotta make you gotta invest money to make money, and I think the Yankees gotta get that concept. Like, listen, these these billionaires aren't billionaires for being idiots. They're billionaires because yep. they know how to make money, multiply. So I, I'm thinking, you know, for the Giants, they, they, they'll they give them a buzz. They'll be recognized. And they'll get maybe some more nationally televised games. But let's face it, we're not going to stay up until 10 o'clock at night to watch Aaron Judge play for the San Francisco Giants. Maybe the first game to see how he looks. But other than that, that's it.
4: Yeah. Yep. And, and, and I said this also, right, you know, Mike Trout has been known as as the best player within the past 10 years in Major League Baseball, right? But, Kev, you got a bunch of normie baseball fans that you know, even some diehard baseball fans. If Mike Trout was walking down the street right in front of them, would
1: they recognize him as Mike Trout? They would not. They would not. They, they might not even, you know, we, that, that question was mentioned. I, I don't know different. I heard that, and it's the truth. You won't know who Mike Trout is. You you He could walk in, and and, and they might even think, you, you, they might even think he's Hunter Hunter Redfro. You know by for the <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying like I'm trying
4: to think right now like I don't even know how this man sounds like I'm tra- I'm thinking about
1: it right now I don't even remember how Mike trout even sounds correct now judge he walks into any arena or anywhere in the airport you're gonna he's yeah. gonna six foot seven yep, instant you know you the little gap between you know well now he fixed his teeth but you know he's he's just like whoa is this is Aaron judge larger than life if in the yankees don't let larger than life persona walk out the door you know you could say cano whatever the case was uh, mm-hmm. it, it you don't they don't let it they, that's not yankee way unless if they know something that we don't know you know if they know that his oblique is on strings and and they were they it was a miracle he he made, made through the years the whole season without any oblique issues then i understand that and i hope they don't kill him. like oh we're certain because he has a bad oblique but uh, you know if they move on move on and, and I, I think yankees if he does go elsewhere will be classy enough he just moved on and, and, and whatever the case was but i don't see him going anywhere um and listen i know we're talking about nine years but if they have to give him two more years i'll make it 11 years i know the pope said no but if we make it 11 years with some options I, as a yankee fan i can't i can't we have given bad contracts for other people's crap yes i'm gonna be honest with mm-hmm. you and yes and if we stay with our guys, that if, even if we send them the extra two years, I'm all, You know what? I'm alright with. It. I'm still going to buy the merchandise. I'm still going to watch the team, no matter yes. what. So,
2: and it's our homegrown. I, it's our kid. The, the per- I per- wondered, perfect. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I wanted to say this too. I wasn't going to give Jazz the ninth year, but then I thought about it. I was like, well, like you said, we took other people's crap with the with the bad contracts. If, if we go longer and we we get a lower AAV. I'm I'm fine with it because then it it, Mm -hmm. howling them don't have the excuse. Oh, man, we gave Judge all this money. We can't sign nobody else. Like, I I feel like that's what's going to happen if it's a high AV because he's going to he's going to renege on what he said earlier. Oh, we have enough for Judge and somebody else. And it's like, if you give Judge all that money, you're going to use that excuse. And then us Yankee fans, we're not stupid. Like mm-hmm. I don't understand that. Like, don't don't do that. And if you need money that bad, how? There's two ways you can make that money back: win the World Series like you are supposed to, or heck, Hector brought this up on one of his shows before too. Wait till that first baseman come out of Japan, and when Rizzo contract comes up, sign him, and that's another that's that's Asian market right there. That's money.
1: Yeah. And, and I believe they they even talk about. Um... The Asian, the I forget
2: his
1: name. Ashida? Um, is it is it Ishida? Kodai Ishida? you talking about? you talking about? The first baseman oh, or the left fielder? No, the the pitcher and the left fielder.
4: Oh, uh, Kodai Senga well. and Koda yeah. Senga is Koda the Senga. pitcher and Masataka Yoshida is a left fielder. Mm-hmm. They were
1: talking about uh, uh first, the pitcher for the Yankees. We're talking about also the Mets. Now, mm-hmm. I don't I think the Mets if if they go hard after Sida, you're looking for a Shohei Ohtani. Because there's a lot of talk, to a lot of traction that Shohei Ohtani is what the Mets want because they didn't even want to look at Judge because they want to save all their chips and their um, bullets for Shohei Ohtani. Although we all know desperately the Mets need a bat, they desperate yeah. need a bat in that lineup, you know. But they're willing to wait, wait it out, get pitcher heavy because they want the Ohtani uh, in the midseason, you know. Because also Anaheim. If you look at Anaheim, I know we're talking a little bit off off the Yankees, but Anaheim all the show your tiny giveaways are before july the trade, the deadline. trade
4: deadline mm-hmm. yeah yeah there's no there's there's no show tiny promotions after the trade deadline next year so that that's a signal right there that he's going to be traded that alone yeah. showed you that he's going to be traded
2: well i know there's a, a Yankee oh, thing. God. i want to say this too let's get <laughs> let's click that for a minute no not oh
1: god the man give huge us job for a for huge the offer the giants. for giants oh no I don't think he, I don't think he takes it, guys. I don't think he takes the Giants offer. Um, I know he says he wants to go back home, but he, he lives in Tampa. He has a beautiful home in Tampa. He's a, he's a Tampa native. He goes up and down Tampa, everywhere. We <laughs> saw him yesterday at the Bucks game. Mm-hmm. He, he's uh, you know, spring training is in Tampa for the Yankees. He lives in Tampa, so he's gonna uproot and go living and go get a home. I know when Money talks, and he has walked, but he's gonna go to Arizona and then you know, I don't I don't think he's gonna. That's why I and a man. I, I love it when you wrote 360. That's why I think it's gonna get done at 375 for the Yankees. I, I just think.
4: Oh God. Listen, I do not want to be on this stream if it's announced that that he's with the Giants because I'm a I'm a cry. I'm
1: gonna
2: well, be all right with it,
1: but me too. I'm gonna be
4: sad. But,
2: yes. But if if that happens, if he goes to the Giants, y'all y'all have to hurry up and pivot. Like you it, it shouldn't don't grieve. Like catch me, you have to hurry up and pivot.
1: This team is smart. Um, uh, as much as we we make fun out of Cashman or not make fun or think that he shouldn't be the manager, whatever the, the general manager, so forth. Yankees always got a plan A and plan B. When Robinson Cano and I want to bring it back to Cano leaving, they already had plan B. Even though we hated it and we we tested Jacoby Dingleberry, but they still <laughs> went and got him. You know, they still had a move.
4: And, you know, not for nothing. Before his like his his injury, right. That second season, he was batting over three hundred, was, yep. was on track for to be an all star before that crazy injury sidetracked him. Yep. Mind you, mind you, it was a horrible contract, right? Even yeah. the stuff he did towards the end, still showing up in a Red Sox jersey at Fenway Park while you're getting paid by the Yankees, my guy, is a bad uh-huh. look. But I'm not not for nothing. Before that injury happened, he was batting over three hundred on his way to be an all star. Indeed, you and know, plus, by the way,
2: congrats, Chris. And I was about to say, plus they was trying to uh, do that. Brett Gardner ninth hitter, and he was the leadoff hitter. It was working, and then like Hector mm-hmm. said, he would just get hurt. Yeah, but, and the giant and the good point. Giants are not even
1: good with Judge. Um, you know they they might have a, a good lineup. I'll bring that up in another stream there if, if Judge happens to call there. But I, I hopefully we don't have to. I hope I don't waste my time making a graphic that way. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> My my point was was um, Ellsbury is going to be part of the coaching staff for San Francisco. By the way, just one of to course. On yeah, he's going to be part of the coaching staff there in San Francisco. But for the Yankees here, um, we're just waiting and see. Like you said, hopefully we don't pivot. We pivot. We don't. We don't get lingering with with the yeah. moves now and get going. Um, and, and and let me. Uh, Jigerman says,
2: no. That's that's what I was trying to tell. Um... Oh, I can't think of his name Jason like Cashman should have closed his mouth when he When he said the first offer The 213 offer he, That put a bad taste in Judge's mouth
1: Yeah Yeah but he like, still
2: if he, if he really was disappointed or annoyed He would have had the season he had though Well I think that was more of he was trying to prove Cashman wrong for giving him that contract The 213 And don't get me wrong it was a decent offer But now looking back at it And especially the money that he's about to get it, that offer wasn't really too good.
4: It's a slap yeah. in the face, honestly. Yeah, it's
1: a slap in the face. Well, he did admit he
2: almost took that offer. He thought
1: about taking that offer. I'm, I'm happy yeah. he didn't. But imagine if he would have took that offer, right? And he would have played, and we all would have been right now throwing a parade, right now. The Yankees. oh, side definitely. And plus, yeah. we got money. Now we could go get the money. We got money to get all these other players and all these, you know, and and you know, we, it, it, hindsight is twenty twenty always when it comes to these. Um, contracts and all these uh, speculations and stuff. That's why it's fun. That's why it becomes a hot stove. That's why it makes us here to sit around and, and have these conversation and these roundtable discussions. Yeah, it. it's phenomenal.
4: Yeah, and, and <laughs> you know, um, I, I, like there's a there's Yankee fans that are online, and you know, I'm I'm not calling anyone specific out, but there's certain Yankee fans online that are saying saying let Judge war, because then we could we could get two players. For the price of judge that makes no sense if you look exactly. at the contract Trey turner just got right so if the game trade turner right Trey turner and for i mean signed Trey turner and carlos correa that's that's going to be 600 million dollars uh-huh. that that that's not two of judge That's that's aaron judge and something
1: else let me let me ask you this i'm, I'm gonna put, let's just put this two look i'm gonna put the graphic one more time and just okay. just these two if you're telling me if the yankees were to sign turner and abreu instead of rizzo and judge would they be better no no no
4: no no
1: no
4: listen be- I, I, because... I i i love jose abreu he's a phenomenal yeah. bat. but you know him and rizzo like judge and rizzo no he may be a better hitter at this stage than than anthony rizzo but Anthony Rizzo is a left-handed bat at Yankee Stadium. You can't take that away. If Jose Abreu was a left-handed bat, it's a totally different conversation.
1: And also with the shift being taken. Gone. Yeah. Yeah.
4: His batting average could easily sit anywhere from 260 to 270.
1: That's also another thing we need to keep an eye and keep a, a thought here with this free agency also. I would love, to personally, me personally, I would love the Yankees to get back left-handed heavy. You know, because I wouldn't mind another... Attendee to come back at a cheaper pro or or another left handed back because the shift is going away. Now, the left handed hitters were going to get a higher, better average. They don't have to now get that launch angle to try to put over the porch because of that extra infielder. That's why I would love them to get a little left there. And um, Pope says, Who'd you rather have, Turner at 200 or Judge for 375? i think Judge at 375 because we we have a plethora of talent at the shortstop in the middle infield position. Mm-hmm. So uh, you you want to you want to why not you know why do I get more of what you're strong at where you keep you have that is all all, all, all star level in judge
4: yeah and yeah and, and now and, I'm and, right. go, go ahead right. first. oh no I was I was I was, to I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say when the difference between like judge and Cano is that when judge when Cano signed this contract and when Judge is going to sign his contract this offseason. Aaron Judge, he takes care. He takes care of his body, right? He's he's in shape. Robinson mm-hmm. Cano, it's not one of those guys to have an extra workout at three o'clock in the morning like Aaron Judge is willing to do. Yeah, and,
2: and the
1: Yankees knew that. Go ahead, Chris.
2: And I and, and I bet you, if you ask Cano, would he would he sign that contract or would he stay with the Yankees and have a, a, a better career? He probably chose the Yankees because that that I don't know. I understand you wanted more money, but it's like. The yankees did offer him a, a decent contract and uh bernie williams yeah. i heard an interview like he he said the same thing like i bet you cano regrets signing with seattle because once you leave the pinstripes it's it's a lot different and i agree it is well, with that the, y-
4: the yankees yeah. offered offered cano more money when it comes to the his annual value right the yeah. annual yeah. salary was more than what seattle offered it's just seattle gave him those extra couple extra three years on the yeah. deal
1: now, knowing this from Cano and seeing what his regrets, and, of course, players talk, they conversate. Do you mm-hmm. think that would a factor now, Judge's decision? Look, I saw Robinson, Cano leave, go over there, or oh, even Jack Degrom the leaving. And, and do that persuade or enter to play and go, wow, damn it, the left and they were like nothing. What are your thoughts? Do um, you think that persuades or no?
4: I think Grind was ultimately disrespected by the Mets because um, yep. every season, you know, when they was having contract talks, they were always lowballing him, right? He literally took $100 million less than what he what he could have gotten on the open market to re-sign back with them back in the day, right? So he wanted that those extra two years for security. You know, yes, they offered him more money per season, but then when you look at it, they didn't offer him more money per season. Texas actually offered him more. So, ultimately, Jacob DeGrom was disrespected by the Mets multiple times, and he was just fed up with the organization. Yes, it's different owners. Yes, it's different philosophy right now, but it's still the same taste in his mouth.
2: Yeah. Go ahead, yeah, Chris. Oh, because I was about to say this, because I posted this on Twitter, too. Like, I don't care how bad the contract is. If the man's the reason why you won a World Series, that contract is worth it. Like, yeah. People, people got like AJ Burnett. His contract was horrible, but all we remember him was was that one year, and that one year was the World Series. Like other than that, we don't care about everything else because he produced the chip. So it's like that's that's the way I think. I don't care as long as they win something with us. I'm fine with the contract. Right, and I was gonna bring the point
1: with the with the with the Mets and and with the Grom. I personally think. Um, Steve Cohen should have handled that personally to sign yeah. Jacob Degrom, not Billy Epler. Um, I think you know because he was a minority owner when the woolpuns were here trying to lowball Jacob Degrom, and and mm-hmm. him, he's him being a rabid Met fan that he is as an owner, I think he should have gotten involved and done the negotiation personally. And it, and I think if he would have done that, I think Degrom would have came back as a Met because I think um Cohen really appreciated what Jacob DeGrom meant not just for the MET organization but the MET fan base um I think that's just my opinion but they hey, it may move down there and I hope that Robinson Cano's move to Seattle how he disappeared and no to nowhere affects Judge's thought process am I going to go or maybe he's the type of player that doesn't want the spotlight right now I just want to go make my money and go disappear Go and just, I'll go make, collect my millions, and um, I'm happy wife, happy life, and let's go forward. Uh, maybe that's something that Judge doesn't want that pressure probably right now. He had that epic, maybe the 62 home run season, um, with all that pressure and all that um, fame or, or that, uh, you know, in a fishbowl, in a microscope, in, in a lens, might have, maybe might persuade where I'm to go to San Francisco where, yeah, I don't care if people see me much. I'll still make money, and, you know, you see me at the All-Star Game. Maybe.
4: Yeah, it's 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 starting to get worrisome, right? Um yeah. Like we said, you know, bringing up Cano is a perfect comparison because Aaron Judge he has to ask himself this question: Does he want his legacy to be Robinson Cano going to the West Coast to chase the money, or does he want his legacy to be Derek Jeter becoming a captain and being a life lifelong Yankee? What does he want his legacy? And that's what it's going to come down to.
3: Mikey Moss is back.
4: <laughs>
3: so is I have a report, here. actually, uh, an update for you on the Aaron Judge situation. Go for it. The San Francisco Giants have made him an offer with oh, a yeah. dollar value of three hundred of north of $360 million, which is roughly $40 million per year average annual value. Uh, years haven't been put out yet. But if that's the case, uh we can watch block in San Francisco.
1: No, I'm keeping that. him. I'm bringing know, him <laughs> back <but laughs> I know Jigger Man Jigger Man mentioned it just a little bit earlier. Um I know you were on a call there, but we'll, we'll get, we have to give credit where credit is due there. But he um Mikey, you say no? You don't I, I, I say nine nine for three seventy five, man.
3: No
1: too much especially okay. nah
3: especially with especially with him being on the wrong side of 30
1: okay I, I mean, unless, you, we, unless
3: you front load the hell out of that deal
4: <clears throat> nah because if, if you look at it if it's nine years the first five years is going to be him as a right fielder and the last four is going to be a dh
1: by yeah, the way right? he, he played majority of the games this thirty four year old that you're talking about played majority of the games in center
2: field last year and then and, played, played the gold gloves so, and I, yeah. I don't know who said this first. I know I heard the shift say this, and I did did look look it up. He did play first base too in college. There you go. I guess you could so, try first. So the shift. I'm gonna give the shift the credit. Like he he did like that's the first person I heard brought that up. Mm-hmm. They didn't know that. Did
1: not know that. Hey, yeah, Mickey, Mickey,
2: Mickey, M- nope.
4: Mickey Mantle played first base in his last year with the Yankees. Why not?
2: Yeah. Hmm. Why not? Like I said, I don't mind the contract. If if it's more years and low AAV, I'm fine with it. But if he's getting over 40, like, say if it's a $400 million contract, I'm not. no, I'm not doing that. But if it's like, you know, 360, 10 years or nine years, I'm fine with it.
3: My concern is is the production after those first five years. Is he really going to be that productive? If we're paying him all if, they're, if he's getting paid all that money, is he really going to be productive in the last four years? That five, whatever year? Well, he
2: gets. Mike, I'll, I'll ask you this because I, I brought this up too. So what if what if because we, we're doing the if game? What yeah. if Judge brings us two chips?
3: If he brings us two chips, great. Yeah, he us two
2: chips. I'm saying, is that contract worth it?
3: Then. He's bringing us two world championships, and yeah, the contract's worth it. But okay. There's no guarantee though that you're gonna get those
1: championships.
2: But it's no guarantee that he might fall off either. Well, this is we why know. I
1: think I think that's why you you bring in some milestone clause. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. you make you you want to pay him close to what the San Francisco Giants gonna give him, or maybe a little higher. But you put some um some collection clause, some a milestone. You know. If you hit as uh, five hundred homers as the Yankee bonuses, you know they did that with A Rod. You know man, one of the things with Alex Rodriguez, one of his, he had a lot of milestone bonuses if he would hit yep. over six sixty and so forth. You could do that with Judge. You know if he plays X amount of games in center field, go over if, state he healthy, healthy if he stays healthy, he's healthy for X amount of games. You get, you could get enticed. You could get, you could get um, very creative, and and. and Allow um, uh, where judges like, whoa! I don't think San Francisco could do no. such, such such a thing. And you bring them; he's your homegrown. I I, I don't know. I, I think personally, I that's why this is where a steady guy who's been a general manager for over twenty plus years in Cashman actually comes in in good. And you really need that because he knows he's done these contracts. He's done with the he's dealt with the Yankee legends and free agents. I know we all say we didn't like the way he handled Jeter and so forth, but Jeter never walked. Of course, we don't We all know that. Bernie, because of Steinbrenner. But my point is, he's been in the room. He's been in the meetings. He's been yeah. in how it's done. He knows the significant on um, how to deal with these immortal Yankees returning and not leaving them out the door. So I think that's why I'm confident. I think he's the Yankees judge states, in my opinion.
3: And I don't know if you touched on this, but I still would not wait on Judge's decision. Oh, no, I we still he's get, get the pieces that you need. Because God forbid he walks, at least now you've done something to help the team. Whether it be trading for a Brian Reynolds, or trading for his first starter, or doing whatever it needs to be. You know, those are just examples, but getting the pieces you need Even the event that he does walk now, it's less work than you have to do. You're showing the fans that hey, we're not just blah, 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 we're actually da, 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 and da, 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 da. I, I personally there's, think
4: there's yeah. no, no I was gonna say this real quick and I'll throw it to you, Kev. There's no free agent that's out there, position player wise or starting pitcher wise, that the Yankees could pivot to that's going to equal to the production of Aaron Judge over the next four to five seasons. There's none. There's Carlos Correa, as much as we love him, he's not equaling to what Aaron Judge does.
3: Yeah. Oh, I I don't disagree on that.
4: There's hey, Andy and, and, Bettatendi. We bring him back, he's not equaling nowhere near so there's no oh we got to think over the next four to five seasons right even future free agent pools right even think look into the for into the future of free agency there's no one in the future that's coming out of free agency over these next five seasons that's going to equal the production of Aaron Judge
2: over those next five years and I want to say this too like because everybody's keep talking about uh Judge's health and stuff like that stop comparing Justice John Carlos Stanton that don't mean because they are the same height that his his body's gonna do the same thing as john carlos that, that's not how that works like i, I don't understand that oh john carlos john carlo ain't got no legs bro uh, uh
4: oh no, 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 I'm, no I'm gonna um, say i'm gonna okay. put i
2: want to i'm glad
1: he mentioned that because i was gonna go to the next point juan soto oh if george leaves you're gonna sign juan soto i don't think San Diego, San Diego just offered three hundred and forty-two million, the same as Lindor to Dre mm-hmm. Turner. They've got money. You think they're not gonna? They're gonna net Juan Soto leave? Uh, yeah,
4: give- no. I said, I, but 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 look at what Juan Soto did last year. Is that close to what uh, to Aaron? What Aaron Judge did? Look huh. at Juan Soto's best season. Is it close to what Aaron Judge did last year? That's what I'm saying. Production production wise, Juan Soto will be a perfect pickup at 25 or 26 years old i'm not arguing that i'm talking about production over the next five seasons there's no free agent that's out there juan soto is not equal in the production of what aaron judge did this past season or even on his worst season his injured seasons look at his even those two injury riddled seasons he hit over 20 home runs yeah but so, take the position go ahead go ahead
1: mikey
3: uh, here's another question for you. Let's say the Yankees do up their off, which they did, but uh, mind you, to $340 million. Where do you draw the line and say we can't go any higher because now we don't have the money to spend on other free agents to help fill those holes? Where the y- that the, line the, the
4: Yankees are worth $6.9 billion. They have the money yeah. to spend it. It's just are they willing to spend it? Before before the pandemic, the Yankees had six straight season. On on stadium revenue alone, six hundred million dollars plus. On stadium revenue alone, that's after the bills are paid. That's after payroll is done. That's after, after taxes. taxes and this is all profit. Six hundred million dollars for six straight seasons. They literally said a couple weeks ago the Yankees are on to do the same records that they were doing before the
2: pandemic. Yeah, Fair we enough. we gotta we got to hold Kyle accountable. Uh, Kyle accountable when he yes. when he said when he said we could get judged and somebody else. We yeah. we need to see that. I, I don't want to hear no Please, more absolutely. money excuses. And no, and and Hal
4: Steinbrenner just inked the deal and just locked it up with New York State <laughs> <laughs> to have a casino and Yeah, they have the money. You
3: got to stop worrying about that. I'm sorry. That casino. You know, there's no reason for that. Worry about the team before a casino.
4: No, it's it's a money. It's a money haven. What money do you crap. mean? It's a money cow. That's what he—he's—he's he's a businessman. At the end of the day, he's all about spending money. And if you're going to bring back Aaron Judge, the perfect place to marquee him is a casino.
1: Right, and then you do it in Coney Island, where you have Staten Island, New Jersey. There, you have Long Island, where now they don't have to go all the way to Umpquaville, Connecticut. They could go. They could take. You can even take a ferry from from the shore into Coney Island to the casinos. There's so much money grab. Oh, even if you're in Hudson Valley, yeah. you take another. You could even take a boat or take. A, you could do cruises into the casinos to Coney Island, up and down the Hudson River. There's so many opportunities there. You know, I know we were talking about Sajid, but there's, that's a money pit. That's a smart That's a smart business move. Like I mentioned earlier, like I was telling you guys, mil- these guys are not billionaires for being idiots. They know how to produce and make money. They know how to multiply mm. money. Is that mm. for us, They might to us it might not be as speedable or, or it may not make sense at the moment, but they're yeah. three, four steps ahead of us to make money. So I, they brought... <laughs> that's why i think they gotta make money
4: to make money and on top of it too right right you know i understand that right you know there's a limit to to how much Mm -hmm. they could they could spend because it's all a profit game at the end of the day right but this is what i want to understand and this is what i want us yankee fans even in the chat whoever's watching this is what we have to understand what is the logic right what is the logic last offseason if the front office was willing to bring in $30 million of payroll mm-hmm. for Josh Donaldson, IKF, right, and Ben Broadback, you're willing to bring in $30 million for those three players. What is the logic that tells you, I'd rather spend $30 million on those three players and not 33 to $35 million on Carlos Correa? What is the logic behind stopping you to spend an extra $5 million on a star like Carlos Correa? That's what us Yankee fans have that's Have the question ask. we need to ask. Ask, ask the front office,
2: That's and a, and I'll, I'll say this too. I'll say this too. It's not like we want all the best players with these big deals. To be honest with you, I guarantee you, Yankee fans would be happy if you got Judge, Rodon, and traded for some pieces. That's not too much to ask for. Yeah. So let me
3: ask. You, let me put this out there for you guys. Let's say we do end up resounding Judge, right? Mm-hmm. Would you still want to go out and trade for Brian Reynolds? Yes. Yes. Yeah, we said
1: yes.
4: yeah. We yes, love, love use, Yep. Because you you use that money that you're going to use on better attending for Carlos Rodon, right? Mm-hmm. It's sort of money game at the end of the day. You got to look at it like this, right? Aaron Judge's contract. It's when you pay that off because Aaron Judge made 17 million last year. Remove that 17, right? Yep. Right. Arodis Chapman made 18 million. Remove that 18 million. Gone. Zach Britton made 15 million. Remove that. Aaron Judge just gets paid off of three those three subtractions with 7 million to still play with. With about 7 million to still play around with. So if the Yankees are able to get off Josh Donaldson's contract. Aaron Hicks's contract Jameson Tyon is gone if we're able to get rid of Glaber. those two contracts Glaber Torres I don't think Glaber now because of like the news of DJ LeMahieu. but if yeah. we're able to get rid of um, Aaron Hicks and Josh Donaldson, those two contracts that's Carlos Rodon right there mm-hmm.
3: so then I guess the next question is do you still go after one of the big
1: name free shortstops to try to fill the void for the young kids already that's what I was going to no. bring um I don't see because I was gonna say the Donaldson back to the Donaldson trade with Minnesota. They want to give it mm-hmm. to Sanchez. Also, they you know, and they saw they like they like IKF. Believe it or not, they do the organization do like IKF. They think their guys are too, they think the, the young kids, Volpe and, and and Peraza are about two years removed. They wanted, you know, they like them as a stop stop gap, shortstop for the next two to three years. Also, they like Rothbang, like you said, he's the Great defensive-minded catcher mm-hmm. also that i think they, the the organization really liked it and you know what we'll take we'll eat the donaldson money because we kind of need someone to put a, a, a chip or a, an edge in that clubhouse a little ch- a little feisty chip you know what we'll take it you know if you're not going to take prospects high-level prospects off of us and it's going to cost us money i think that's where the Yankees made that move they didn't pivot to a career and so forth because they knew they had to pay judge they knew they were going to have to pay judge and so forth and I think that's why that's why um, last year didn't make sense to us, but now this year I think it's starting to make sense now why they did that move last year. Um, in my opinion, I, I just the way I see it, mm-hmm. I saw it now it makes sense. Sometimes I mean, you have to wait for it to develop and marinate and breathe. The
3: other thing they could do if they were so inclined, if they really wanted to get an extra starter on top of Rodon, right? They could call up a team like Miami, and be like, hey. What do you want for a Trevor Rodgers? Or go to Detroit and be like, hey, what do you want for a scooper? You no, know, try to build off of that. Try to get that extra arm in the in the rotation. Because in the event that you get they do end up signing Rodon, you still wanna have that extra safety net in the event that Sevi goes down or Montaz doesn't pan out. You know, you don't wanna be left with Cole. Rodon, and then everything else is question marks.
4: Yeah, me, me personally, I don't. You know, Strubo, Tyler Rogers, they they they're fantastic pitchers, but I don't I don't want number three starters. I I, I want an established number one starter in this oh, rotation. Over the past twenty years, Brian Cashman has tried to get that young starting pitcher that has the potential to be an ace from other teams, but they never panned out with the Yankees jeff weaver perfect example we traded with detroit for him never panned out for the yankees right we did this with um with um uh uh, oh my god the big maple john axford um javier Vasquez, another perfect example james paxton yeah the big maple um that other pitcher that michael pineda we've tried to do this so many different times trading for a number one or a potential number one from another team and it never panned out and Strubo and tyler rogers seem like phenomenal pitchers they could probably could be good pitchers down the line but i want someone that's already established
2: i, and, get that and I understand that and i and i want to say this too if we if we trade uh for brian reynolds don't be surprised if domingo mine's name is in that uh deal too yeah. Yeah, because of this be contract yeah. yeah
4: yeah all clark smith
2: yeah, you, yeah you, clark smith, if, 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 if you if you want to pick
4: if you was to put Clark Smith in the rotation of the Pittsburgh Pirates, he would probably be the second best pitcher in that rotation.
1: Yeah, and then I mean, Herman might was, be their best. Yeah, yeah. You have to lose both. Probably lost both. Hermann and and Clark Smith will probably mm-hmm. go on that deal. Also, there was names from out there. Uh, Woodruff and Corbin Burns were names out there. Dude, that so would Milwaukee. be those would be two guys I'd be willing to take. Yeah,
2: but, they, but they're they're not they, trading they, them. They,
4: Milwaukee.
3: They yeah. they, no, no they said no. Gonna,
4: yeah. It's not that. It's, it's Milwaukee's going to want Vope. Milwaukee's going yeah. to want Dominguez. They're going to want a lot. They're going no. to want the top five, top six prospects, yeah. and they have all rights to do that. You know, mm-hmm. those are two pitchers, and I'm not doing that. I want the Yankees to no. focus when it comes to their prospect, and I said it earlier on the show with Kev, to focus their, their prospect and developing position players and go out there and, f- and spend your money on your number one, on your pitching rotation. Look at the aces that the Yankees have had over the years. They all been via free agency. The last true ace that the Yankees developed was Whitey Ford. Everything after Whitey Ford, we went out in free agency to got catfish hunter. You know, we traded for Roger Clemens. You know, we, we signed CC. David Wells. You know, we, we signed CC Sabathia. But I wouldn't say Pettit's a number one, is what I'm saying.
1: No, oh. no, he was a good solid number two. It was a good David Cone. We David Cohn's
4: another one. We tra- yeah. yeah.
1: David Wells,
4: and those yeah. are all guys that the Yankees traded for, signed for, mm-hmm. or, or signed in free agency, not developed.
1: Right, Jimmy Key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we had last right.
4: time, the, la- the last time we had a number one like prospect in baseball was that starting pitcher. Cab, I forgot his name. That injured himself in that um at that bar fight because somebody. Ryan brother, um, um, Brian, um, yeah. Um, Taylor, Taylor. That's the Brian. That's the last time we had a number one prospect and all of baseball. Now we're blessed with one with Anthony Volpe. Hopefully the Yankees, if Anthony Volpe hits the ground running and, and he's a stud at the major league level, let this Aaron Judge contract negotiation mm-hmm. foreshadow you you signing Anthony Volpe years before he reached free agents.
1: Yeah,
3: well, absolutely. You want to entice Judge. That's the thing. Like you said earlier, Hector, is you mm. want to entice Judge to want to come back. You can't just say, "Hey, we're going to throw all this money at you," cuz he could come back and say, "Well, what are you doing to surround me with the pieces that we need?"
0: Mm. Cuz that's another Which thing we got
3: to we got to we got to think about.
2: Yeah, that's why we're that's why we're going to side
4: that's why we're going to side Rondone and trade for Brian Reynolds.
2: Yeah, see, that's the difference between us and the Giants. We could do more. We could do more. I don't see the Giants signing judge Correa and a pitcher. I, I can't see that happening for the Giants, but we can actually do that. I mean, I don't want Correa if we get judged in the picture. but well, yeah. I'm just saying we could, we could, we could do the moves that we need to keep Judge. I think if mm-hmm. the Giants give Judge over 400 million, I think they'd be him hamstrung to do anything else. And their
4: prospects they... are better
1: than the Giants. Yeah, right? better. Like yeah.
2: Point? No, I was gonna say the Giants they ain't even bringing Reddol back. That's
1: their own pitcher, guys. Hello, mm-hmm. comment 19 comment salute, man. It's good. My to man, see. comment. Listen.
4: Uh, Sixto Sanchez, he's he's he has the potential to be a number one. That's somebody that I would take. Sixto Sanchez, like that. That's yep. a pitcher that I would say. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he was one of those
1: low-level pitchers that we sent to Miami when we traded for John Carlos Stanton. If I'm not mistaken. Yes, and we got to be careful now. The reason, well, now we got to be careful now that now that Don Manley is the bank coach for the, the Toronto Blue, the Blue Jays. Jays. We gotta be careful now. Which pitchers, which names? If we start seeing Toronto engaging Miami in some talks for those for those pitchers, we gotta be careful there because my, my um, Toronto has a lot of plethora of of talent that they could send. Yeah, a little bit major league ready too. You saw they got rid of the Oscar Hernandez, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you know they also got Craig Calvin uh, Biggio on that roster. They you know they could they could do some moves there to get some pitchers. So that's a sleeper. That's a little bit that kind of worried me when I saw Manly as a bench coach for for the Blue Jays. So here's here's something I want to throw out to you guys. What about Xander Bogarts? I I I, I, I that's my darling
3: one that I want. would win say that. that if you're gonna go after any name other than Rodone, and I am all for getting Rodone, and I've said this since the beginning, Bogarts would be the person to get. Bogarts is a defensive whiz at shortstop, and that way, if you've got. Bogarts, you could slide IKF to third where he want to go glove and tell Donaldson to sit on the bench because he, he he's a he's a liability at the plate, but defensively okay, he can play the field a little bit but you get uh, Bogart, you slide him at start him in a short IKF to third and then you can put you know a guy like Volpe or Peraza at second and be like, hey, you want to play here while we have Bogarts, you got to Learn to play second.
1: You, know, you also got. Don't forget Oswaldo Cabrera Oz, yep. on the team who could play jack of all trades. You know he's better. Yeah. He's better an infielder than, than an outfielder. If you got Reynolds, you know you bring back Judge, and you got now you could bring Oswaldo Cabrera play around the diamond. You but you know what I'm saying? So now you're actually putting the money back into the team. Right. Now it's
3: not just hey we're gonna go out and spend like we did in, in 2008. We're gonna go out and spend like we did in this year or this year. Now you're actually doing it. Now you're showing the fans, like, okay, maybe we should have some faith. Because at this point, I got no faith in how to do anything. Until he actually proves us that, that he's going to do something, why should I believe that he's going to actually go out and step?
1: No, this is a pivotal um, winter free winter, um, right. agent. This is a very pivotal for the New York Yankees franchise because it's going to tell us that we're going to be um, ascending and continuing the above 500 and possibly a, a World Series run, or we're going to take a, you know, probably be middle of the pack, 500, above 500, barely, and where we could see the Yankees, kind of, <coughs> you know, they're going to have to start developing, and they're going to have some little bit of dark ages before we get back to our glory. So this is a very important winter, winter, very important free agency, period, and it all starts with Judge, and therefore from all the domino effect, and it'd be interesting to see. Um, One thing I do say is Cashman here. So... I think they're going to go into the world series and continue to ascend because if, it, if you would have bought a new GM, then you could go with the, Oh, the new GM wants to do it his way. He wants to tear it down and do it. He have his imprint. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of four year deal. I know we didn't want Cashman back, but I think that all signs tells me that the Yankees are going to still go for that world series has to become the Yankees in my opinion.
4: No, I, I agree with you, Kevin. Um, You know, we said it. this offseason, it's a very important offseason for the Yankees. You know, Um, as long as Brian Cashman is here, Aaron Boone is going to be here. Right. So they're they're married right at the hip with each other. And Brian Cashman, he's not going to get fired from his position unless something crazy happened over the next four years. He's most likely going to retire. So Yankee fans embrace that. And there was a mistake that I mentioned earlier. And I want to correct Steve. Um, for uh, for correcting me Talking about Yankees pitchers The Louisiana Lightning Is another pitch Yankees develop But besides the uh, Ron Guidry and, and Whitey Ford Those are the only two aces that they develop And it's a shame that uh, Ron Guidry is not in the Hall of Fame Hopefully, you know, in 2023 When he's up for the by the committee The Hall of Fame committee He gets elected into the Hall of Fame He had one season, 25 wins three losses yep. at 1.74 era led all of baseball phenomenal season so he definitely one of the greatest seasons
3: off. of all in all of baseball history was that season yeah that you
4: were talking yeah about. ron Guidry and you know don mattingly both of their careers weren't that long but in a small stretch of time they were the both at their position you know for two or three seasons ron Guidry was the best pitcher in baseball and don mattingly for a stretch of three to five years was the best hitter in Major League Baseball and the American League.
1: I am gonna. I highlighted um, 90 comments, comment. Uh, Reynolds, Swanson, Redon. Speaking about Swanson, I like kind of Swanson, but I I ha- I, I'm having a little bit of a, of a reservoir. Is he a New York type of player? Will New York be a little big to big? Remember, he was highly talented for Arizona. He got traded to Atlanta in that deal. He won a World Series with the Atlanta Braves, played well, but he never... To me, he's a just another level higher of an IKF. I mean, he's solid. He's good defensively. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Gold Glove, Gold mm-hmm. Glove, phenomenal. But in New York, it kind of worries me just a little bit with, when it comes to Swanson. I like Swanson. If I want I me mean, personally, I would either get Bogart or Swanson. In my opinion, if I'm going to pick for a shortstop, and he's a champion, of course.
2: But mm-hmm. um, what's
1: your thoughts on Swanson? Since we bring
4: Oh, on me oh, anyone, um, anyone. when it comes <laughs> when it comes to this shortstop pool, knowing that we have Vope and Peraza, you know, down in the minor leagues with Arias on the way and other shortstop prospects, the only one that I would sign is Carlos Correa because he's the only one to me that's willing to move to third base and seems like he has the body bill to be a third baseman for years to come. Right when you look at Dansby Swanson, he's a very skinny guy. You know, I'm not sure how durable he's going to be over the next, you know, six or five seasons. Right. Same thing for Xander Bogut, it's a tiny shortstop. Not sure how flexible he's going to be over the next five seasons. Carlos Correa, at you know, even though he has had injuries in the past, he does have the body frame and the build to be a third baseman for years to come. So if I was to pick, I'm not sure if the Yankees would. It would be Carlos Correa.
2: Yeah. Okay, Chris Yeah, it, it was It was only two people That confirmed that they would move off their, their spot It was Trey Turner Trey said he would move to second if, if he needs to be And then Carlos Correa said For the right team, I'll go to third The other mm-hmm. two, I, I, I haven't heard anything So, yeah. like, I, I kind of agree with that With the shortstops and moving him to third if, if it needs to be I just don't think they're going to pull that trigger
1: Okay um, um, Mikey
3: I agree, I think Correa would be the one to go after. Uh, Even though Bogarts is very enticing, just because he is a former Red Sox, he knows that rivalry. But I think Correa is the one I would go with, Um, just because he said he would switch positions. And that gives us a little bit more of a breathing room at at third. He has Donaldson can feel, but he can't hit. Okay, and that, that would be the end of that. One. I have a follow up question. We're
1: going to send it around the panel, Mikey. How many years would you give Career if we were to get Career? I would do six max. Hey, Chris,
2: I <sighs> will do six and give him a seven for option. Uh,
1: Hector,
4: um, six the most.
1: Six years. Now, let me say Bogarts. How many years would you give Bogarts if you had to pick Bogarts? I'll go right back, right back to you, Hector.
4: Bogarts, I want to stay away <laughs> from Bogarts, but I would say um 6 years also. Like I don't I don't want to go past 6 years on and yeah. the only person I'm going past that with is um is is Aaron Judge. That that's oh, the only person and I'm going to build
1: building. salute. Blast, still It's Good to see you. All right. What's
2: up? Chris, how many uh, with Bogarts? Um, I, I agree with Hector, the, the same contract, six. I I, I don't want to go any, because they, what? All of them are basically like 29, huh? 29, mm-hmm. 30? Right. Yeah.
1: If we could get Bogarts at a five-year deal, or 44, five-year high IV, I would definitely go for four. If he, if he were to take a four, because I don't think any team is going to go on a big six-year, uh, seven-year deal. I don't think that's out there for Bogarts. I think Bogarts' four-year, five-year deal, I I, that's why I think the Yankees, because we've been five years at $110 million, um for him. Um, I just me. I don't know. I just got a feeling that that's something there. But, you know, we're talking about $100, 100 plus million dollar contract. Like, it's, you know, $10 in our pockets. But that's you know, <laughs> <laughs> a lot I of would, money. I so.
3: would agree with Hector, though. I, I agree with Chris as well. I do six, and then you give him a team option. So if he doesn't produce within, you know, his first three years, you can cut
1: them loose. Right. And then, and then now let's go to what 90 comment wants to say. Volpe and Swanson. How many years, if you were to sign, you know, Swanson wants to be here. He says, I love it. Same thing with, you know, how many years you give giving Swanson? And, and what do you think? Uh, I don't think he's going to get another five, six year deal either. You know, I think same yeah. thing with Noguots. I think it's a four year deal, you know, three year deal with some options there. Um, three year, 85 million, you know, 95 million for, for uh, Swanson, maybe less, uh, you know, maybe A value. Um, what's your thoughts there, Chris?
2: You said for Swanson? Um, I probably, yeah, yeah. I probably, I probably do like the like like you said with uh, Bogarts, with the not not give him a long contract, but do like the four or five and just give him a high AAV because uh, his his defense is good and like you said, he won a chip. So we we just don't know if he can handle New York, right? Like seven, 17, uh, it's like around a, seventeen to
1: twenty one million dollar player a year, yeah. You know, we, yeah. hey, we're paying twenty-five for Donaldson, and look what he gave I,
3: us.
1: You know, yeah. so uh, it say, wouldn't hurt there.
3: I'd say five. I wouldn't go higher than five for him, just because you don't know how he's going to handle New York. You don't know how he's going to handle the pressure. Yes, he won a championship in Atlanta, but that's a different beast than it is in New York. It is. Yeah. yeah it he, is the only
4: the only thing that I would credit Swanson is is, you know, he was, you know, next to Freddie Freeman, he was the you know the second leader on that team. Right when yep. it comes to being a vote and setting the example, Um, Acuna, very young guy, whatever. Everybody looked towards Freddie Freeman and Dansby Swanson, especially this past season that just passed with the with the Braves as Danby
1: Dansby Swanson being the leader of that team. And and you can't put a price tag on leadership like that. Yeah. World Series, World Series winning leadership, mm-hmm. knowing where to maintain themselves, core, cool, arm, cool, collective win a losing streak or in a playoff or you're back behind the, we've been there we got it we just kind of can trust our process that takes a lot of that you know that's what made the call four or the fat five phenomenal for the new york yankees they 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 were battle testing they lost that seattle series don't worry back against the wall now we're going to do something different that's why they were so successful you know they they knew and i think when it comes to that type of leadership you can't have put a price that's why a lot of players A lot of free agencies, they want to build teams. They go after players who won championships before because of that quality and that calmness and and being in that position. And I think that, like you said, Hector, has a Mm -hmm. real good um, price tag that you can put a price on it. Yeah.
3: Also, I I just want to put this out there, but uh, Carlos Rodona just met with the Texas Rangers.
1: Don't be surprised if they offer him a lot of overpaid. I wouldn't be
3: surprised at all.
1: Because they're looking to dethrone the Astros. Let's be real let's about that. Yeah. Yep. Any other yep. thoughts before we wrap up? Because I got to get ready to go to NXT soon. So, I'm, any... Go ahead, go
3: ahead. I was going to say, I got a uh, couple of predictions. I got Reynolds going to the Yankees. I think the Yankees will end up pulling off the trade for Reynolds. They've been linked to him on multiple occasions. I think they get Reynolds. And I think they will swoop in and take Rodon. But their main competitor is going to be Texas. And then Judge... We'll see. Okay,
1: Hector.
4: Yeah. Um. Hopefully, we get some good news later on. Later on today, um, when it comes to Aaron Judge, <laughs> um, how if you can hear us, please, please sign Judge. Please sign Judge. And you know, Steve wrote up another picture, Mel Stodemaier, right? You know, Mel Stodemaier. He had a fantastic year, right? He never led Major League Baseball and, and wins per season, but he did um lead Major League Baseball and losses per season. He had one season where he lost 20 games, another season where he lost 18 games, and another season where he lost 16 games in a season. So as 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 beautiful as he was a human being, as a number one,
1: that's debatable. <laughs> I'll leave you another name the Yankees developed, but they didn't develop in the Yankee system, Jug Drake back.
4: Yeah, well, if we're throwing, you know, you if you if he's throwing out pictures that are, you know, pre-Vietnam War and World War II i yeah. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring Ching Ming Wong up. You know, he he, he was is. on the he rise. Was good. He was on the rise. You know, won 18 games back to back before that freak accident of a foot injury um, that derailed his career. You know, hope I wish they had the DH back then. <laughs>
1: Thanks. And Chris, give me your thoughts here um,
2: before we wrap up here. All right. Besides uh, us trying to get Judge back, please don't let Rodon go, bruh. Like, you can't yeah. make this mistake again. Like, I don't care what Texas – like, you, he is made for New York. I like his attitude. He's a lefty. Like, you can't let him go to any other team. You, you have to sign him.
3: Yep. If you got to give him that seventh year even, just push that envelope just to get him here – do it because mm-hmm. we, be, we need we need another
1: starter yeah that's, be, that's yeah. Be a tough one texas is overpaying they're going to overpay and besides that state don't stay in capacity and, and,
2: and this, this is another point can i can i just say can i just say
4: something about yeah. that right because you know this is this is this is a point that everybody brings up when it comes to like the taxes and stuff like that okay. i understand that but at the same time right all of these major league players have their own foundations their charitable foundations where they get those taxes back at the end of the year with tax write-offs right so yeah the four of us if we were making that money we would get we would get taxed right because we're the average working joe but aaron judge he 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 has enough money to hire the right financial guys and the people in charge that he could skate around around certain taxes and stuff like that you know so yeah as as taxes are annoying to us working class individuals to those like aaron judge it's a tax write-off at the end of the year because of his
2: foundation and I wanted to say this too, like the Rodon thing. The only reason why we want Rodon, if, if people want Garrett Cole to be Garrett Cole again, just imagine Garrett Cole with Houston. Who he had the pusher. Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander. Carlos Rodon would do the same thing. He needs that mm-hmm. person to push Yeah. Him.
3: Yeah. And Carlos Rodon would be the perfect fit because now you've got uh, Cole, Rodon, and then you've got the guys behind him. Yep. But even after Rodona, I still think you got to go out and get another starter. Just- and
4: you guys, be on be on the lookout for Debbie Garcia in the bullpen. Um Shout out mm-hmm. to my guy Pete Seminetti from NYY News. He broke it down. But they talk about Debbie, Debbie throwing 96, 97 miles per hour with his sinker as a reliever. So keep on the lookout for that. I've been saying that since
1: August. since young. I've
2: been jump. saying that since the
1: beginning. Beginning of the year, Chris. I I've to say, where's Ravi Garcia and witness protection? Mm-hmm. Where is Ravi Garcia? I've been calling his name. I've been saying him for the longest. Debbie, don't I? I, I was on that Gaby, Davy Garcia trade since last season, asking where the heck is this kid? You, you know, we saw him in that playoff, that one inning. He was really good. And then, poof, you know disappear so yeah, yeah i i wouldn't be surprised if debbie garcia becomes the michael king of next season mm, yes. i'd be surprised at. I would I would be that surprised at. i would love that i would love that yeah electric and, stuff like I, and, uh, and
2: probably a closer and, mm-hmm. and like i said like like he's so young like people don't understand that he's not like he's 25 26 like he's like 23
3: something like that
2: yeah, yeah like
3: extremely young
2: yeah so why not i mean if we could be if he could be what Clay Holmes and Michael King is, then yeah, I would definitely put him in the bullpen. Yes,
1: and we shall see. Anything other news come up? We'll come on, and we could check. We could come on in any of any one of our four streams. First and foremost, to the Yankee Morning Brew, you can check it out there. You still Monday through Friday, right? I love it. Yes, Monday Monday
4: through Friday, but also this Friday, December 9th, we're launching our new show, Get Yanked, on NYY News TV brought to you by pete seminetti shout out to pete seminetti and bringing us apart and making us a part of the nyy news tv family i'm super excited for 2023 is going to be a big year but yes yankee morning brew is tuesday and thursday Next morning brew is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and get yanked uh, at four p.m. on NYY News TV. Is this Friday starting? And I'm super there excited. Yes, sir. Oh,
1: everyone hit those notification bells. All all avenues go that way. We that's a must appointment, must see TV as well. I know Mikey Mazda, the Fortune Express. I know you put some videos up there. um yep. Please hit that like for the Fortune Express, Mikey Mazda. We find them there. And Chris um, I- H Y. i'm gonna say saturday
3: i'm gonna go live and hector kev jigaman you know chris y'all are all invited to jump on it's an open door policy for all y'all so if y'all ever want to jump on let me know i'll Mm -hmm. get you guys a link you guys can jump on and we'll just do what we did today do a round table talk whatever you know recap whatever but you guys are more than welcome to come on it will be 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time that I'll be doing it. Uh, so, whenever you guys are
1: uh, available,
3: please mm-hmm. jump on. You are more than welcome.
1: Yes, sir. And we all, all go there and check out those videos from Mikey Mazda. Chris, give me a quick rundown and of, of your channel. Yeah. Um, we want to make sure, make sure first and foremost, please go and subscribe to each one of these channels. If you're not subscribed to the Be A Jedi Network, please do so as well. But all foremost, one channel one hand one channel we are all yankee f- love of the yankee one yankee family so we need to continue that strive and continue striving for excellence so chris tell me what
2: you got all right yeah i'm a yankee content creator um i'm, I'm gonna do other sports once i get uh situated but i used to be on camera but uh, i look like a hot mess and i was like i ain't i ain't uh yeah i'm not uh missing this because i you know i got to show support to uh kev but yes, sir I uh, I just started doing live streams. I got you know I got to get used to that because you know you talk into to the phone or the computer. So I got to get used to that. But I, any Yankee breaking news, I'm putting it on my channel. And then for like other baseball news, I do shorts. So that's that's what I'm doing on my channel. All right, don't forget, and, uh, Chris. You
1: know? I want to tell you something right now: the heel of the ring podcast. On the VSport Jedi Network wants to send you a uh, wrestling luchador mask so you could put on and do your lives
2: with a mask. Hey! Hey! (laughs) That that, that, would be kind of funny, but yeah.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Of course, uh, the Yankee Morning Brew is at the Knights of the Mm Dijon channel. Of course, Nick's Morning Brew as well. Michael Caputo. I don't go hopefully, hopefully it's over yanks will continue i haven't heard from him i hope you're doing he's well. a mark bro he's a mark mark <laughs> yeah that's what it is so hopefully he comes on and we get a rant we we haven't seen the michael caputo show we're waiting for that um you know he, he disappeared for you know but now the resurgence of caputo makes me at least happy makes it made my december at least you know even, you know he might be sometimes a pain in the butt sometimes but i love Caputo when he comes out with his passion for the yankees man I, it, you know yeah, but it's good to see him here. And, of course, we appreciate Hector. Thank you again for joining, popping in. We appreciate it from the afternoon. Like, Thank you so much. Mike Miasda, thank you for coming on the 4Change. I appreciate you always, Crystal Flash. All the love. Thank you for joining us, um, um, being here. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate all the support and love. Guys, don't forget, I always get that thumbs up, share. Um, I appreciate I thank you guys. Um, The love is always there for you guys. I Thank you again so much. You guys make this program phenomenal, um, Jigaman. Thank you for joining us in the chat. I mean, I, you, I would love for you to come on and give us your thoughts as well. I mean, you're more than welcome. You don't need an invitation. you this is coming in. Open, you know, the fridge. The fridge is stocked. Open the okay. Grab a cold one and come on on anytime you want <laughs> on the channel, Jigaman. You're more than welcome there. Um, and of course, thank you again. Uh, you guys have a great, great afternoon here. I'm on my way to NXT in about another hour. I'm gonna go You have a, you, you
4: you have fun. You have fun at NXT, my guy. You doing the
1: Knicks watch along tomorrow? Yes, indeed. The New York Knicks. We have a watch along tomorrow. New York okay. Knicks taking on. Let me know. Let Atlanta
4: me know. I, I may I'm I may join you. Let me know.
1: No problem. There we got Shep Dan. Uh, if I'm not on, Shep Dan does the watch alongs. If I'm not there, um, yeah, we we'll, we'll have the Atlanta Hawks. Those pesky Atlanta Hawks. knicks trying to make it two in a row at the at home at the new york at the madison square garden thank god for the new york rangers won yesterday against the st louis blues got me a smile on my face we're also doing a lot of ranger watch along not not all the time but when we do because hockey with the names Mm -hmm. and and for me i got to get the the visiting names i know every ranger hockey player but i really love doing the yankee the uh rangers watch along to me this is it's it's kind
4: of it's kind of hard pronouncing that yo suck oh my god but it's
1: (laughs) a big thing it's fun i love the hockey and of course you know, hopefully Chris the Flash starts talking about his Miami Heat. Uh, you know,
2: throwing a the blood. Oh, speaking and speaking they, speaking of that, uh Kevin, they suck. No, <laughs> tell, tell Hector <laughs> stop trying to give us uh, Randall. I don't want Randall on my team. No,
4: I'm no, I'm sending Randall <laughs> to Miami, bro. I'm sending Randall. I don't I'm sending
1: want. Julius Randall to no, Miami. <laughs> I don't want that man on my team. I'm good. And my last topic, though, I want to ask
2: Chris this: How the hell you let Brady beat you yesterday, dude? <laughs> That, I think that game was rigged, bro. Mark Ingram <laughs> had a first down. Had a first down. He ran out of bounds. He, um, and you? this is sad. Gosh. I got Mark
4: Ingram on my fantasy team, too. That's the yes. sad part about
1: it. I finished Monday Night Raw. I checked the channel. It was 16-3. I said, ah, four, three minutes. I said, yeah, Tampa's going to lose. What a disgusting. What a they only scored this much points? Then I wake up when I go at 4 in the morning, double
2: FAN. Oh, yeah, the yeah, Tom Brady still has it. He came back and won. I'm like, What? <laughs> and, and another dumb move that the uh, coach did He threw a slant to a receiver that haven't been in all game And a third and one play that could have iced the game If you would have just ran the ball He didn't do that He pulled a uh, Pete Carroll Oh my god
1: well, Chris,
4: you, you, need one need one. To, yeah, yeah. you need to start releasing some more sports takes out, bro When it comes yeah. to
1: football When it comes to the football, because you got good takes there And of course, of course we did the, jet, the Jets watch along Um I don't know if we're gonna do the, the the Bills game, but we're definitely gonna have the New York Giants taking on the Washington Commanders. We'll be here. We'll do the watch along. It's gonna be Flex the Sunday Night Football, so we'll be having that here on the Chef Jan Giants Report. So, from yes. me, everyone, thank you again. Have a great afternoon. Peace. Thank you.
0: the power of the dark side. We would be honored.